0: Before we get started with the show, go over to Facebook and like the Mind My Business podcast page by searching at MMB Podcast. This will keep you up to date on the latest episodes. If you want more information on Box of Care, check out the Facebook page or find us on Instagram at Box of Care NOLA and Twitter at NOLA Box of Care. Thanks for listening and enjoy our latest episode.
1: Welcome to Mind My Business. The podcast that gets you thinking about how to start, build, and grow a successful business from nothing. We walk through how to break down any barriers you may face and feature interviews from some of the best business owners of companies large and small, providing insight on what it takes to get to the next step. Time to mind my business with your hosts, brothers Jonathan Floyd, owner of Box of Care, and Dean Floyd, owner of the Lux Concept. Guys, take it away!
0: Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Mind My Business, the show that puts your business on your mind. I am your host, as always, Jonathan Floyd, and I've got another quick episode for you today. But before I do, I want to send a special shout out to Clarice Knight from last week's episode. If you haven't listened, please go back and do. She's uh, great, owns a business, is a CPA, had advice on how to survive the COVID situation and things that you could to do to prepare yourself for the future. So. Tons of great great information in that last episode. Thank you again for all those who have listened. I, I really appreciate it. Um, I've got tons of good episodes, tons of good information and interviews coming up in the near future. So I ask that you stick in there with me, um, and I hope that you get something. Again, I always appreciate the feedback. If you have some, reach out to me, Jonathan at boxofcare.com love to hear from you and get your thoughts another thing is i want to go ahead and put this out now but i'm close to getting things done for the wedding catalog wedding gift catalog that i'm putting together and the two reasons i'm mentioning it here on the show is first thing is to put it out in the world um to gain that accountability for myself and and know that i need to go ahead and and finish it but the second thing is just to, to let you all know that eventually there will be an option for wedding gifts in New Orleans. Uh, I mean, people could use it around the world, but there there will be another option that's going to be one of the best options that people have seen. So I'm working really hard to put together a different way to do gifts for weddings going forward to where people can get gifts that are affordable, things that will look good for them um, for their weddings and make it special, just like my wedding day was, just like everybody wants their wedding day to be wherever they're getting married. So spending a lot of time, spending a lot of money, working very hard, but it's very important to me that I get this done because I'm thinking about life after COVID and it's very important that I start to put in the work now to say when we start getting together for weddings again, that I am a part of people's weddings and, and you know they give me the opportunity to help them show their vision or, or be a part of their vision for what they want the, the family and friends that they have to know is special to them. So it's it's just i'm in a great position in in this particular business that i'm doing in in boxer care because i get to to basically make people smile and 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 you know be a part of the the gratitude that others want to show to their family their friends and good times and bad times so but this is not the the podcast is not for me to plug my business this is more of a opportunity for me to talk about things with small businesses so I want to jump into today's topic. And like I said, I'll always try to keep it short. And if you notice, I have been over the last uh, few months when I do the episodes by myself. So that's the plan today. But I want to talk about partnerships. So quick story before I get into some of the, the things that I think partnerships should and shouldn't be. I started this business. I talk about it all the time. But three years ago, started this business with two of my closest friends um i mean ba- best is such an arbitrary thing but two of my closest friends people i've been friends with my whole life now i'm doing it now today on my own and i'm still very good friends with the people who i started this business with so i want to want to go ahead and preface anything i say with that but when we first started the business there was three shortly went to two after that because the person who was one of the people who are a part of it lived out of town and wasn't able to be in the mix with us day to day which is, is obviously highly needed even though the work could be done away with gifts there, there's the assembly there's things that they have to go in hand to hand from on a day-to-day basis um especially when you're building relationships with vendors and trying to get into a specific market And if that person is not in their market i mean how can they really be of assistance to the business about a year and a half later the other partner dropped out and that was somebody who had spent a lot of time and and money to help get it up. And I know for, for a fact that the business wouldn't be where it is today if it wasn't for that person being a part of it too. But eventually they had to, to get out because the time and effort that it took and I, and I've, I've learned and, and to be honest with you, I feel like at times I've gone in and out in terms of my ability to be able to do things with the business. I've had moments where I was way more motivated and, I guess, as yourself, if you're the only person doing it, that may happen to you a little bit more often than if you have a partner. But the person who was a part of it got to a point where they were working so much and wasn't able to give their full time and attention to the business that the business really needed. And for me, again, after that person left, I've had lulls or had lulls at that time where I'd say, okay, you know, they left. Maybe it's not worth it. Maybe this isn't what I need. Or maybe you know maybe the, it's, it's not the idea i think the idea is good that was never an issue for me but the opportunity or the ability to execute on the idea was my big issue was my big problem so there was again no no sort of ill will no sort of hatred when 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 both people left and and especially when the second person left after having been in for a couple of years to sit down and have that conversation and say are you sure you want to do this are you sure you're able to do this are you sure and and the person it's not necessarily try to press them to get out but you have to question if you're committed. If you're not, then you should you should leave. And that goes for anybody. I mean, why why stick around? And I think with the with the idea of, of when I started my business, this was my idea. So to bring people in after you start or you come up with the concept, it's always hard and people always feel like, okay, well, maybe I have to tiptoe around having different ideas or having a different vision than what you have, but I have felt I have felt that I was I was open, but I, I could understand from a, somebody from a person who's not the the original idea creator how they could look at it and say, you know, it's not my idea. So I still don't fully 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 feel 100% ownership or 100% in on it. So um, just wanted to give that backstory about my experience with partnerships. I'm doing it on my own, and I and I'm in terms of would I ever work with a partner again? Absolutely 100%. I'm I'm not. Um, opposed to having somebody be a part of what I'm doing, and, and I'll go into the steps on on things that I think partnerships should do. But having a partner, I mean, it, it pushes you, it drives you, it gives you more strength, more legs. It gives you uh, could give you more 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 drive. It, there's all sorts of things a, a partnership, a good partnership, could do for you. So I'm going to go ahead and jump into my five points on what I think. A partnership should have or do for you. So this one goes out to people who are either by themselves, who've never thought about a partner, who may consider it or people who are in partnerships, who are constantly evaluating themselves and never think about it. I mean, this one is tied to that, because I know when we say partnership, it's not necessarily somebody who's just a business partner, but it could be a vendor. It could be somebody else who helps anybody or anything that helps you execute on your business to to get to your goals of success is a partner. So whether you want to classify them or not as that, that's your choice, but they are a partner. So the first thing a partnership should do or have is a focus on business success. You have to want the same things. You have to have the same long-term goals, both financially and then for the business. So I mean, obviously finances or success in finances should come if the business is having success, but you should be aligned to a certain extent. Now, there could be a difference in one person wanting to grow the business into a multi, 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 multi million dollar business. And another person who may say, I just want to get to one or $2 million a year in terms of revenue. So that, you know, those little bit of differences could, could mean problems in the long run. And that's something that you would have in conversations over time or, you know, from the beginning. You have those conversations where you discuss, okay, is what we're doing leading more towards that one million dollars and two million dollars or is it leading more towards the hundred million dollars? And obviously the ask in terms of everything and time, money and resources, which are the three things always hit on, would be different to go for that hundred million versus the one or two million. So focus on that business success is very important. And in that, not so much worried about the methods, because I think people so often think that things have to be done the way that they do them. So, I mean, obviously you have to have shared goals, but if you see things differently from me, why is that a bad thing? Why, why do we need to not together why would why would we need to not be partners if we're in a and for partner for me partnerships are like relationships as well right so partnerships all these same rules can be applied to relationships but if you think the same thing as, as i do for every single thing how are we getting how are we growing how are we getting better how is how is anything that we're doing going to ever challenge us to grow to be better i mean my wife and i don't see everything the same way with the kids, with with finances, with work, with everything. But we survive through and we look at it and say, sometimes, yeah, okay, you know what? The way you're thinking, the way you're looking at it works. Let's try that. Or other times the way I'm looking at it, the way I'm thinking about it works. Or it's like, sometimes you could do your two things individually for the common goal. Understanding that the other person may have a different method than you, that's okay. But it's something that you have to be okay with going in, knowing that Okay, they, they, they did it just a little bit different than me, but it yielded. And maybe the results were, were a little bit better than I thought. And I'm thinking to myself, well, I didn't, you know, that's not what I thought. I didn't I didn't know that would work, but it did. So it's just something to to keep in mind. The, the shared goals and the main goal is the business success. The path to there may have some turns. And understand at times you may not be driving, but if you aren't driving, still be that person's cheerleader. So if you both know that you're trying to get a particular client and your partner can go to a meeting versus you have that confidence in them if you've prepared, have that confidence in them that they could go out and have that meeting. Now, maybe they may say something different than you do or maybe they may approach it differently than you do. And you'll see this a lot of times. If there's a partnership, the approach from men versus women, the ability, and there's there's studies and psychology to go along with this, but how you... Go about approaching uh, uh, somebody, a male counterpart in, in a business meeting, versus a female counterpart in a business meeting. How to kind of approach those things, and there may be the ability to relate a little bit better if the approach is tailored to that particular person. So understand that your partner could provide that, or partner should provide that. The next thing is document a process. So there's a there's a saying that contracts aren't for the good times, but they're for the bad times. So it's very important that you lay out, document it on paper that everybody has seen, and I would say, to take it a step further, even signed, that discusses what things are going to be like, the breakdowns, and I would even say roles and expectations. And let's take, again, taking it a step further, but to define our roles, we can't all be the CEO we can't all be the CFO. We can't all be the CEO. We can't all be every single position. Now, understanding that there may be times where you're doing something different than what you're normally supposed to do, and that happens in every single business. But having clear roles and clear expectations around those roles, and then having clear expectations around the financial aspects of what you're doing. So knowing that if we break this down it's 50-50, or we break this down it's 40 40 and then 20 percent goes back into the business or if, you know a third a third a third we get 33 percent, and this is if you have one you know if you have one other partner we get 33 percent, and then the business gets 33 percent. however you want to break it down but to have that documented from day one is very important because again you don't need that for when times are going great it's for when it's time for somebody to get out or somebody's upset or somebody's not happy or the other person's not carrying their weight and you've been doing all the work and they're still getting 33 percent. You know, this still lays it out. Now, how you change that? I mean, that you'd have to get an attorney and, and go that road. But having it on paper will will a lot of times help to alleviate any sort of issues around that. So documenting processes would be my second point. The third thing is a high level of honesty should always be present in a partnership. I know that. So again, I'll say that again. A high level of honesty should be present in a partnership so that goes for everything done within the business is assumed to be on the up and up and if you don't know what the up and up is is with good intentions so everything should be done with the thought of i'm doing my best for the business as well as the person who's with me they're doing their best for the business with good intentions that high level of honesty pertains to in the business but i'm gonna take it a step further and if you think about it this is something worth considering, but outside the business, if you and your business partner are doing whatever it is or using, let's just say certain tools or things to help execute for the business, if that person's taking and using those tools outside of the business, do you know about it? As a partner, have you told them about it? How honest are you with the things that pertains to the business versus what goes on outside of the business. Are you doing side deals outside of that? Is that person taking liberties with the tools or the things that are needed for y'all's business to succeed? So that is very, very, very important. And within that high level of honesty, I would say respect is a subcategory. So obviously within that honesty, there's a certain level of respect. So if you do respect somebody else, you would not do things and nobody's perfect. So there's lapses of judgment, but you would not do things that would directly call into question your integrity for the business. So keeping that high level of transparency is important. And then also in that honesty is the ability to have tough conversations. Again, with the intentions on the number one focus is always the best part of the business. So maybe a tough conversation with your partner saying, Look, you're not pulling your weight, or you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. As tough as it may seem, if you're that partner, hearing that and saying, "You're right, I'm not. I've lost a little bit of sight, or I've I've feel a certain way about what is happening with our business," you either need to refocus, or if the person wants to get out, then they can get out, or what, however you see fit to solve that. But that happens through honest conversations. You have to have those conversations with either with each other because do you need to know where each other stands? And that only happens through honest conversations, let alone folks who like to tiptoe around each other for five to 10 years. And then you end up just going outside the business and doing everything where you're putting your effort into other things where you could have let each, let each other out and made this thing so much better. And I know that you know a lot of people, everybody knows somebody who was in business with somebody who ended up going sour and, and severed relationships, and that's completely understandable. But those honest conversations and that transparency is very important. And and as adults, we should be able to have those sorts of conversations with somebody else. Now, if, you, if you're if you honest with somebody and your, your eyes are dotted and your T's are crossed, then you can, I don't want to say criticize them, but you can call out their faults and knowing that you have yours or saying like, this is what we said we were going to do. You're not doing that. And they can't take that. Then, then uh, you know, unfortunately, that's a s- potential side effect of the situation. So know that, is is something that could be a downfall in a scenario like that so a high level honesty is the the third thing i think all partnerships should have the fourth thing and this is a no-brainer and i was trying not to just get no-brainers but is commitment everybody who is a part of the business has to be on the same level and i don't mean same level in title i don't mean same level of money i mean again same level in terms of the work to do whatever it is that their role is for the business to at- accomplish that goal, to, to accomplish the long-term goals that have been laid out, that are that are clear for the group. Within that commitment, it's understanding that, again, if you go back to my situation, understanding that, hey, look, it, this isn't my idea, but you brought me in, I thought it was a great idea, I wanna be a part of it. And then I you, you get fully in, you get fully immersed and committed to it. Now, as you have success, how things start to change, that's that's a discussion to have as you get to those bridges or you have those ideas in mind and you you have those discussions as as things start to ascend but that level of commitment has to be there because the consistency is important the consistency is very important to the business and if one person is is committed again you're going to go back to the situation where there's resentment there's hatred there's there's it's, there's times where it's going to be hard to have those conversations and it, it it only leads to number one a descending business but then also a descending friendship and and Potential catastrophe for everything around. And another thing is, in businesses that have partners that have had some success at some point and there are other people working there now, when the commitment fades for one person and the group is still there, the rest of the people are still there, a lot of times they're caught in that crossfire. And that's never a comfortable situation. That's a really bad situation for them. So that commitment has to always be there. And my last point, and this sums all of this up for me is a good partnership should have a way for somebody to get out. There should be a way in the written documentation, in those honest conversations that a person could say at some point, I can't do this anymore. Where you sit down and have that discussion. Now, my thought is how, how will we do that? How, how would somebody get out of the business that we started one, two, 10 years ago? I think- Having a conversation once or twice a year where the owners, the ownership, if you have a board, whomever sits down, and I say a board, but not necessarily. Let's just say there's owner, an owner or owners, if there's two or three people. where you sit down a couple times a year and really ask each other, Do we still want to do this? Do you still want to do this? Are you still able? Because a lot of times a person may say yes, but this is if it's established and you know you're gonna have these conversations. This is an opportunity to have those honest conversations, but also if a person is ready to get out, this is their time to do it. Because if you have that conversation, they don't get out and everything else that they do fades, then you say, look, well, you had the opportunity to get out of the business. You had the chance to go a different way. Why didn't you do that? Why stick around? And I know this is easier said than done, right? Because if the business is doing well and a person isn't as committed, then there may be just reaping the benefits they they're there for that but that's this is again where you had that conversation your production has faded i mean again big boy pants on where you you're having these adult discussions you you were in the business you were working harder you're not we're still having success if you want to get out you should get out because if you do not then we'll have to do some restructuring and again uncomfortable conversations now how to solve that i can't say how to solve that because that's how, how your business goes, but for a person to stay in and continue to take the money knowing they're not doing the work is one, obviously not fair, but two is there's no way that's going to end in a, in a good way at all. So the opportunity to have that way out potentially be bought out or for them to get out or whatever is important because somebody may need to get out. Things may have changed. Again, I'll go back to myself. I had business partners and they didn't have the opportunity to be as committed. I don't even have the opportunity to be or did not have the opportunity to be as committed as I wanted to be. With kids, a wife who works nights and a full-time job, it's it's hard. It is. It is. You want to get out at times. For me, I I have I have a grand vision about what I'm doing. And I and it's not that my partners didn't have their grand vision, but my thing is if if you can't fulfill anything in terms of the business, and you know that, and I know that, then you should, you should get out. You should get out. I mean, that's, that's the thing you should, you should get out. Maybe there's an opportunity to get back in in the future, but I think all partnerships should have a way to get out. You know, it's not, not the old, the blood in blood out thing. This isn't, this isn't that a person should not have to feel like they're trapped in a, in a business, even if whether it's successful or not, because a business could be successful and people are not happy because it's so much work. A person who I consider a mentor who helped run a family business who she whom she got at a high level or got it running to where it was making million dollars over millions of dollars a year, would tell me that when she was driving into work at times she'd want to just drive the car off the road. not I mean she was exaggerating, but she'd say she just was was panicked and had anxiety. and I'm thinking to myself, like as I try to grow mine, man, I wish I had your problems. But the thing is, you don't know what it takes to get there and sometimes people do not saying she wanted to get out but sometimes people do want to get out of the business and the opportunity to have an out needs to be there so i'm going to jump into things i'm going to tell you what let's recap so the the five things i think a partnership should have in business should do or have is um, a focus on the business success so share goals the second thing is a documented or documented processes roles and accountability the third thing is a high level of honesty the fourth thing is commitment from all parties involved and the fifth thing is an out or an out clause or whatever a way for somebody to to get out and not be a part of it three things i think a partnership does not have to have or does not have to be first thing is same style of management or same style of people so often the we, we think, well, there's a saying styles make fights and understanding that what's different for you will challenge you, but it also may be good for you because it could help you prepare in a different way. Everybody doesn't have to approach things the same, the same way. You don't have to approach the same situation. Again, I'll go back to, to something I said in the beginning when I talked about my wife and I, like we, we don't approach everything the same way and it, it, it works. It's okay. You you, If you could get that out of your mind from the beginning, this person is not going to do everything like me, say everything I say, do everything I do. You will be so much better in the long run. So just something to remember that business owners don't have to be the same style. That person may be a little bit more aggressive than you or relaxed and at times could help balance you out. Now, again, you're having honest conversations. You're able to say, hey, look, pull back if need be, or hey, step it up if need be. But knowing that they don't have to be you is a good thing. If you're both workaholics and you don't know how to pull away, you both could get burned out. I mean, it just it it all depends on the situations, but you don't have to be the same style of person for the partnership to be successful. The second thing a partnership does not have to be is a competition. It does not have to be where one person feels like everything that they do the it's in competition with their partner. Now, I say that because there's healthy competitions. There's there's sales contests at, at companies. There's all kinds of things that companies and people do to motivate themselves. And I'm not I'm I'm not speaking on that. I'm saying competition in the sense of the expectation that every time you do something that the person is expected to match you or do the same thing or do better or or whatever you're thinking in your mind, the expectation of what that other person should be doing or the group should be doing you don't have to approach things in that way and understand that there may be a different amount of push and pull at times so if a partnership is broken down on paper typically if it's two people typically people think 50 50 okay 50 50 but the thought that the work is going to always be 50 50 is silly because at times it may be 80 20 it could be 60 40 it could be 90 10. if one person in the partnership has a family and children there may be a night where they can't do something and you're left to do it. You're at the office late. You're at your house in your garage late. You're you're at you're wherever in the workshop late. You're the person doing it. And then you're carrying the ninety and they're carrying the ten. And then at times something may be different for you. Something happens to you. You're not able to do it and they pick up. Now understand that when it's all when it's all said and done, the averaging of everything should be close to 50-50, but know that it's not going to be that at the same time. Again, just like a relationship. For all those who are married or have been in a relationship, you know that at times, some person is going to do more than the other person. There's that understanding, or there should be that understanding. And there's no pressure or, or pain around that, especially if it's done with the, with the good heart and the intentions of having the most success for whatever you're a part of. So take the, comp, the competitive piece to your partner out of your mind and you do it for the right reason, which is the betterment of the business. And the third thing is a partnership does not have to be should not or does not have to be your best friend. And like I said, I started with my oldest friends and we're still friends, which to me is is, is the greatest thing. And I I there's no business or amount of money I would give to not have those guys be my friends because that is something that was there before that and would would be there they'd be my friend whether i I had money or not and i know they'd help me however they could at at any given time but it's important that you know the person that you you'd want to go into the partnership with but the thought of knowing every single intimate detail i think just make could potentially make it harder for you to do some of the other things I talked about—the the, the getting out and having those honest conversations—so they don't have to be your best friend. Um, they don't—they don't have to finish your sentences. It, this isn't—you know—it's all about the business, right? So this isn't—and there's a saying: "Don't go into business with friends and family." And that I mean, how long has that saying been around? Everybody's heard that. You got to think there's some truth to it because families have been torn apart, friendships have been torn apart from business, and typically the the ones who who what the percentages of small businesses in America is, is high so you'd have to think that the ones that have been torn apart aren't businesses that have made hundreds of millions of dollars it's it's been over smaller amounts of money where the stakes were higher so know that the person doesn't have to be your family doesn't have to be your best friend but there's a shared interest in seeing those things happen a share vision where you two could sit down and come up with what the long-term vision for the business looks like and start with that and use that to help run it off so three things that a partnership should not or does not have to be the same styles of people a competition is the second thing and it does not have to be your best friend so hopefully you got something from those eight points that i made and I want to leave it with if you're going to get a partner the most important thing i think is to know the person which i'm not i'm not contradicting what i said about the best friends but you need to know them the second thing is having the mutual vision so that that has to be the goal and it's funny when i when, when i talk about the mutual vision because if you've worked for an organization or, or a large corporate company a lot of times The vision of the business is dependent on what department you're in or what group you work in. So it's just that's it's a funny thing to me because the organization as a whole, if you work for a large organization, will have its its big vision. And we all know that and agree with that. But you'll find people who are not at the highest levels of the organization saying what their vision is for the organization in conducting business in that way. So that's the second thing. The third thing I think if you're going to get a partner is documenting things. I think that's important, as I said before, have to have a breakdown and have to have stuff on paper contract-wise to say, okay, this is how we're going to do what we're going to do. These are the roles. This is what it should look like. The next thing I think if you're going to get a partner, you should have is, is good work ethic. You, you need somebody who's going to work hard as well as yourself. Understand that, you, again, the, the, pull, and pull, the pull and push, excuse me, of of one person doing more than the other and then the last thing that you should do if you're going to have a partner is enjoy the journey have fun have fun on the road because it's if you're going to get to where you're trying to get to and if you're going to work hard to get there you have to enjoy it I mean celebrate the small wins celebrate the big wins for the losses look at them learn and then keep on pushing forward so Hopefully you've gotten something from today. This went a little bit longer than I than I thought it would, but with partnerships, I know this is such a it's such a relevant thing because whether we own a business on our own, we depend on somebody. Unless you're manufacturing your own stuff, making your own, like unless you're doing every single aspect of your business, there's some level of partnership you have with somebody else. So instead of just saying, "Okay, well, I want to get something from them, they should get something from me," that that feeling with a partnership. There could be a little bit more to look at when it comes to developing a partnership. So again, hopefully you got something from that. Wherever you're listening to us, please share it, like it. I'm gonna, that's gonna come up again after my talking finishes. But if you like it, share it. Reach out to me with any sort of feedback you have, Jonathan J O N A T H A N at BoxofCare.com. If you've listened to it, you like it, let the world know. If you don't, let me know and Um, I appreciate it and I'll talk with you soon. Thanks again for listening. Please go back and check out previous episodes and don't forget to like, share and subscribe wherever you found us. Remember, you can do what you want, but I will always mind my business. Bye-bye.
1: This episode of the Mind My Business podcast is over. But be sure to subscribe, rate, and follow this podcast for interviews with business owners and more tips on how to start and make your own ventures incredibly successful. You can find Mind My Business on all major platforms or wherever you like to listen to your podcast. When it comes to your business, we want you to do what's best, but we will always mind our business.